Hey, hey, guys, it's the disclaimer. You know what? Everything you're about to hear, well, it's just our opinion. Yeah, it's not for everybody, and not everybody lives our life. This is true, and everything you are about to hear is extremely explicit. So, if you're under the age of 18, please uh, tell your parents you've made some really poor choices and uh, go find another podcast to listen to. That being said, if you don't like it, fuck off. Go fuck off. We don't have a fucking plan. I have weed and beer. Everybody and welcome back to the Rigid Roosters podcast. My name's Cody. Well, hello there, Cody. My name is Chris. Uh, your wife calls me Daddy. That's true. So we're coming into today a little bit different than we normally do. Uh, we don't have a fucking plan. We're I going- have weed and beer. Chris is very high right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just took our pre-show tequila shots, uh, and we're down in a couple beers. So it, this is liable to go some interesting fucking directions. I'm about to get real hunky, bro. Yeah. So the first thing we need to talk about, okay, is uh, the Lizard Illuminati people underneath the Denver airport. Yes. Um, is Britney Spears actually clone Britney Spears, and what the fuck happened to Kanye? Um, it's because Hank Hill sells propane and propane accessories uh, in a van down by the river. You heard it here first, folks. Hank Hill is the leader of the Illuminati. Yes. That is, is that what's happening? Is that's that's it. Okay. So a cartoon character is controlling the quote-unquote free world right now. Well, yeah. Let me ask you this. He was in two places at once. He, w- he was on Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. And... He was in Arlington, Texas. He was in Arlington, Texas. But when he was, at, but you got to remember when he was on Beavis and Butthead, he was older then. He time traveled. So we watched. Okay. His earlier years before yeah. he turned into what he was. Before he sold propane and propane accessories. I think Bobby grew up to be Beavis. I think the blonde hair, the outfit. Because the boy ain't right. That boy ain't right. Yeah. So Beavis was his son. I'm just saying. Why do you think there's, they just didn't like him? There's your first fucking rabbit hole, people. All right? Do the research, okay? <laughs> if you look at the fucking stars, okay, the way the stars line up with the corners of the Denver airport, it's a perfect fucking map, okay? Um, the lizard people are controlling us, using Hillary Clinton and the Rothschilds to pass their fucking agenda through Congress and shit, right? Is that is that how it goes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, did oh. you see the fucking goofy shit happening with the Speaker of the House right now? Uh, I've been seeing some of it. You know, they just can't. They can't vote on nobody. No. But, but, one person got one vote. Yeah. Someone actually won. One dumb fuck. Matt Gates voted for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Because Matt Gates is an idiot, and he was grandstanding. Did you see that one person in the audience clapped when he did that? And it was that dumb fuck Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's... it's uh, Politics is a fucking sham. It's interesting right now what's going yeah. on. Uh, the fact that they can't 
elect someone to that important position just because everyone's saying, no, my guy's got to win. Well, no, my guy's got to win. Like, fuck all of them. You know what I mean? At this point, who the fuck even cares? Drag them all out into the fucking street and let's run the country ourselves. I like that idea. I I have plans. I think I could run for president. You think you could run? Well, you're not old enough yet. Well, when I'm old enough, I think I could run for president. I mean... You could try. I could get some fucking votes too. I would use my thirst traps on TikTok, and I would get some fucking votes. I mean, Joe Exotic was third place when he ran for governor. This is true, and I'm a lot better looking than Joe Exotic. Okay, I can bench press Joe Exotic, and that's not saying a lot. Well, I mean, while the similarities are all there, there are no similarities between me and Joe Exotic. You know, you know what the you know what the difference is is. Heather has more appearance on the the Joe Exotic kind of stuff. You know, she wears a lot of animal print. She's got two husbands. Name me one similarity between myself and Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh man, the awful facial hair. How's uh, it all? <laughs> My beard is fucking nice. You know, most thank of the you. time you wear, other than the hat you've been wearing lately, because it's a really good looking hat. Uh, you should thank the guy who got that for you. But thank you, you piece of shit. Normally, you have a you have a hard time wearing good hats. You wear a lot of, uh, you know that, you know that, that awful one, Kansas City garbage. That and, one that I got that's got the it's the cloth all the way around instead of the fucking mesh back or whatever. I cannot find that hat anywhere. Right no, there behind you. Not that one. The Kansas City hat. That's the cloth all the way around. It's got the silver fucking arrowhead on it. I cannot find that hat. I thought that it was in Midland. Silver arrowhead? Yeah. Oh, you mean the one with the white letters? Yeah. I think it might be hanging up in the in your bedroom. There that's, was one that I found the, the other day. The and I, I found one the other day that I picked up that was like behind the, the nightstand or something while we were cleaning up in there. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I think someone's stealing my fucking hats. Is what it is. It's the goddamn lizard people led by Hank Hill and Hillary. No, no, no. I just needed toilet paper. Hank Hill, Hillary Clinton. It's all there, people. All right, do the fucking research. Open your eyes, sheeple. Jesus Christ, Mar-a-Laga. I went and got my ears pierced tonight. Ah, yeah, you did. That was pretty cool. That was neat. My Um, brother did that. Yeah, your your brother did it. And uh, I think he took a little bit too much joy in puncturing my ear holes. Um, I, I gave him a text. Yeah. Yeah. You tell him to make it hurt. Yeah. I told, him to, I told him to use a much bigger needle. Yeah. And go really slow and to make sure that he used one of the older ones that were Well, he stabbed sharp. it like eight times, just like fucking jabbing at it. And he went through my neck just yeah. a little bit. I bled for a, a little while. He, he it, That's called the, 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 captain, the captain stabbing mm-hmm. because he's got this thing. It's... I'd show you a video when, when, because we do suspension, you know, where you put the hooks in your back, your skin, you know, and you lift up, you pull each other, whatever. He does what with the the captain stab, where it comes in, and then he doesn't like the placement of it, so it comes back and goes again. Yeah, big ass needle, (laughs) like bigger than my septum ring, which is three mil. It's uh, that's three millimeters wide. It's like a five or six millimeter needle, and halfway out and then back through. It's oh. Yeah. I mean, I've got so many scars on my back and my forearm from that motherfucker. Now, Dustin was fucking awesome. Yeah. Man. No, and Dustin's it was, fantastic. So, I, this, these are my first piercings ever. I've never had anything pierced. I've got tattoos fucking everywhere, but I've never had anything pierced. Yeah. Right? So, I was nervous as fuck when we went <laughs> up there. Like, Heather brought the idea up because we were in Oklahoma City. She's like, let's go get it done. 
and I was nervous. I was like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to. I don't, I don't, I don't think I want to. Cause I was fucking like, I don't want to pass out in front of the kids or some shit like that. So I got in there and Dustin was talking with me and he could tell that I was nervous. He's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just a little bit nervous about it. He said, well, dude, you have tattoos. He's, and I asked him, I said, which one's worse, tattoos or piercings? He said, oh, tattoos by a long shot. Oh, yeah. He said, if you can handle all those tattoos on your hands and shit, he said, you're fucking fine with this. And it, it wasn't anything. Yeah. And uh, he was he was real cool with it. Like gave me real good instructions on on how to breathe and everything like that. Dustin is a fucking amazing piercing artist. Oh, he's, he's going on great. thirty years of doing this. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. awesome. So, Dustin Mathis. He owns SB Body Arts here in up in Oklahoma City. Yeah, if you guys uh, are yeah. in Oklahoma and you want anything pierced or anything tattooed, go up there and see him. Uh, SB Body Arts in Oklahoma City. One hundred. Dustin, uh, you don't even have to pay for that sponsorship. That's the only one, though. That's the one free shout-out you No, get. he he pays for it. He's my brother. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll let that one slide then. <laughs> I still want a t-shirt, though. Um, what else? Oh, what are we doing on Sunday? Uh, Not going to church. We're not going to church. No. No. Uh, you know what time we're leaving here? 5 a.m. 5 a.m. We're going to be on the fucking road yeah. and headed down to Galveston, Texas. And we're going to go to a place where they have tequila. <laughs> tequila. We heard that on the last episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me saying tequila really weird. But it was funny. Weird. No, I said it weird. Like, no, he's you know, uh, tequila. tequila. He said it like the song. They have free tequila. Dude, it is fucking warm out here. I'm gonna turn this heater off. You, yeah, you, you you get at it. I've enjoyed it. Um, Mace over here, he's passed out. Oh yeah, we have he's the dog not, in he's here. He's not passed out. He's just he's, he's just sleeping. fucking lazy. Yeah, he's laying down. He's in the garage tonight because we had to charge his old shock collar before we leave and now we're not just putting just like random shot collars on the dogs it's his uh his perimeter collar perimeter, so that yeah. he doesn't go and try to eat the cattle across the road and wind up getting shot while we're on vacation it keeps so. him on the property we're in the, the we're in the sticks and you know people come down the street in front of us i mean it's 50 50 mile an hour mm-hmm. you know is the, the minimum and a lot of them do fucking 70 oh yeah 70 yeah. 80 all day yeah and I say that because I fucking I, I do it yeah. sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, like I almost did a, I almost did a, a, a dough tonight on the way. Did you really? Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. Uh huh. That big motherfucker back there. Yeah. He is going on the wall this year, and I figured out how I'm going to do it. Okay. I have a feeder already set up back there. It, it, is he? It, I mean, so someone who can shoot is coming out here to help you. You can't see it, but I'm flipping Chris off. <laughs> I'm showing him my rooster right now. Um, no, what I'm going to do is early spring, we're going to rent a brush hog. Okay. Yeah. We're going to knock down that back pasture, but also we're going to go and put in some walking lanes back there. Yeah. I like that. Then I'm going to go and fix my corn feeder back there so that that big son of a bitch starts coming to that corn feeder and eating. Right. Mace. Hey, knock it off. You have the whole garage to lay in and you choose to go in that crate. You are such a dumbass. I love this dog to death. He's the dumbest fucking dog I've ever seen in my life. Um, you want to hear my impression of his inner thoughts? <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all that happens in there. He's almost asleep right now, and that's still what's going through his Last head. Last night, he stole some beer. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know? So well, no. no, he left you two. There were four in no, the six-pack. He left you two. He left the other two there, too. 
He yeah. left him sitting That's on the ground. And he took the box, didn't yeah. chew it up. He took it to his spot. Now, now I'm going to repeat what he just said. He didn't chew up the box. He didn't chew up the cans. He just moved my fucking six-pack where I couldn't get it. Yeah. Like he was going to go drink all this fucking beer. He was going to have some beer with Dad. Yeah. Little shit. But I love you. <laughs> you are a good boy. Yes. Now I lay down and go to sleep. Uh, but no, I'm going to get that fucking corn feeder working to where he's coming there every day for food, right? Once he gets comfortable with that, I'm going to go set up a blind back there. Okay. Where he gets used to the blind being there, right? right. Then, when archery season starts, I can go sit in that blind and wait for his little ass. I thought and archery then, season was gone already. It is. I'm talking about next year when oh. archery season okay. starts. Okay, okay. This is, this is a whole year of planning that's going to go into I got this, you. Right? I got you. So, he's going to get used to that blind. He's going to get used to the feeder going off. He's going to learn the time that he okay. needs to be there to get his food, right? Okay. So, I'm going to set it for right before sundown in October. Okay. okay. That way, I can get out there, get in the blind, give everything time to calm down, and then he's going to come in right at sundown, and I'm going to thwack his little ass with a fucking arrow. And we're going to put him on the wall, and we're going to eat on, eat on him for probably two years because he is one of the biggest fucking deer I've ever seen in my life. Now, when you do your ground, do you do what? what's your mixture? What do you like to do? Beef fat. I do 80% uh, meat and then 20% beef fat. Okay. I don't, because most of them bucks are so goddamn lean, you can't put a lot of fat in them anyway. Right. I mean, I like putting pork in mine. Pork? Pork is good. I like beef fat, though. It just... It, no, it, beef fat's good, but I like I like, I like the... I like to put the, the white meat in there. I think it just helps kind of... It gives it a little bit more of a, a texture, and it, it just... See, I don't... It's, yeah, it lightens me, it up. I don't want any added texture. You know, you know what I mean? I want that venison texture, and I want the venison flavor. But right. when you add that 20% beef fat in with your ground, you can make a hamburger and not ever know that it's a venison burger. Right. I've done that for Heather and the kids before. Heather wouldn't eat venison for a long time mm-hmm. whenever we first got together. I cooked her spaghetti one night. I think it was spaghetti, but I used ground venison. Yeah. She couldn't tell the difference. Oh, babe, this is so good. And after she finished the plate, I said, you know what that was, right? She said, what? I said, that was venison. That was deer meat. Nuh-uh. Yeah, it sure shit was. You know, there's ways you can prepare this shit where it doesn't taste fucking awful. Oh, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's not super gamey. It's, you know, it is what it is. Well, especially him. Did you look at his body? Oh, he's huge. When you saw him the other day? Yeah. He is a fat just big son of a bitch. Yeah. He looks, for those of y'all listening, if you think of a purebred fucking quarter horse, that's what this goddamn deer looks like. He is fucking huge. And he's been living out here for three years, so I know that he's going to be there this fall. Because why would he change up his fucking routine? He's safe back there, right? I've only been back there a couple of times hunting. He hadn't even known I was there, you know? So... He's safe back there. He doesn't have anything to fucking worry about. He knows he's got food and water back there. So yeah. what's he? Where, why, where is he gonna go? So I'm gonna I'm gonna change his mind on that next year. We're at the very least putting a fucking dough in the freezer next year. I need some goddamn backstrap, <laughs> like driving fucking need, mm, like ooh, a backstrap roast, pot roast. Mm. I do uh, fried backstrap. Like chicken fried yeah. backstrap? Dude, it's like backstrap little fucking patties. You will fall in love with them. They're yeah. so goddamn good. Do it with a little bit of fucking gravy over the top of them. Fuck. 
It's so fucking good. Yeah. See, I can only when it, when, especially when it comes to venison, I can only do so much of it mm-hmm. before I'm like, okay, I've got to go back to that beef texture because I mean the texture the the, the game the texture you know, of yeah. venison is different. It does yeah. take you. It, it will. That was a good one. Ooh, that was nice. That was like Corona beer from hell. Corona is fucking amazing. How dare you? But no, like I grew up. Oh, corona burp from hell. That's a night Corona beer. I grew up on venison. Right. right. We didn't have very much beef around the house. Like all of the meat in our freezer, me and dad would kill every year. Yeah. We'd we'd kill one or two bucks, throw them in the freezer, and that's what we'd eat on all year long. So um, it wasn't until I was in like high school where we started actually going and buying beef from the store, or we'd go, you know, get the half of a cow butchered right. and bring that back to the house. And like steaks and stuff, yeah, we would go buy steaks. But I'll tell you what, one of the best steaks you will ever eat is a fucking flank steak cooked in deer camp over an open fire. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I'd never never even thought of it before. You know what I mean? Cuz at the time I was a I was a teenage kid, right? I thought that, you know, you kill a deer, you send it to the processor. That's where your meat comes from. You can't do that yourself, right? So, I had killed one and my grandpa comes up to me and he said, "Hey, he said, "You want to eat some of this deer tonight?" I said, well, how are we going to do that? And he said, I'll show you. And he started cutting out. He carved out steaks, steaks out of the flank of this deer. And we cooked them over an open fire, over some coals. Dude, that was one of the best fucking steaks I have ever had in yeah. my life. It was so, it was tender. It was juicy, not gamey at all. Hmm. And all he did was just a little bit of salt and pepper on either side of it. Threw it on that fucking grill over the open flame. Yeah. Oh my God! I'll tell it you, was amazing. Still to this day, my favorite steak I've ever had. We used to have a yearly fishing trip. We'd go down to just over by Krebs, down in Krebs. Uh, it's Krebs for those who don't know is an old uh, Italian mining town. They've got this little deli there that they go in there and they do these steaks that they put in Italian seasonings and marinade mm-hmm. and then vacuum seal it and let it set in the freezer. And it's like at least an inch thick. It's just a monster of a steak. Yeah, and they let it set in the freezer. You know, at least 24 hours before they put it out the next day and they sell out immediately. Right. So we always go down there that day. We always, you know, first thing, snag a whole bunch of them up to go back there that night. We throw them on the grill. Fuck. Have you ever had their bacon wrapped ones? Yes. Dude, we were uh, we were down there working one time. And uh, to get to the job site, we had to drive through Krebs. We were staying in McAllister. Uh-huh. And there was one time where uh, I was out there doing what's called a cement bond log. And we had to pump it to the bottom. Had a bunch of shit happen. We ended up losing the tool string. Right. And it wasn't wasn't my fault, so I was happy about it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we had to stay down there. It was me and one guy stayed down there for uh, most of my 10-day hitch just to wait on those tools to come out of the hole. So we'd go out every day to location, check things out, see where they were, and then we would drive back into town. Well, we timed it perfectly one day where they were putting out those fucking bacon-wrapped steaks as soon as we were driving back through Krebs. Oh, that's, yeah. So we grabbed them. We grabbed, like, probably six of them and then threw them on the grill when we got back to the uh, hotel. Oh, my God. You talk about good. That's some good fucking meat. Yeah. And uh, that restaurant down there, have you ever been in that restaurant? Well, yeah, that little Italian spot right there, that yeah, white building. Where they yeah. do the, the family style yes, sir. serving. Oh, my God. that was So we, we went in there. Uh, one of our guys was Muslim. Okay. And we didn't know that when we went in. We knew he was from uh, Iraq, but we did not know that he was practicing Muslim. Okay. Right? So we went in, and um, we order lasagna for the whole table, right? So he ta- he takes a bite and he said, "There's something in this I've never tasted before," 
and uh, he said, is there pork in this? And we said, well, yeah, that's what that Italian sausage is made out of. And he kind of hung his head. And I asked him, I said, are you, are you practicing Muslim? He said, yes. And I said, okay, we're going to order you some chicken fettuccine or something like that. We'll get you something different. And uh, he said, well, and he said, I've already eaten a bite of it. And, like, he was upset about it. I felt fucking terrible because I didn't even think to ask him, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, he took that bite, and he he felt awful about that shit. But it, he did say, he said, that was some of the best food I've ever had in my life. And uh, he said, even the pork, that was delicious. And it was... Dude, it, now I really want lasagna. I know, dude. I've got lasagna. We went to a place tonight called the well, Old Spaghetti Factory in hungry. Oklahoma City. That I brought, I got a lasagna there, and it is some of the best lasagna I've ever had. It might get eaten after we do this. Aside from that place in Cribs, that place in Cribs had the best lasagna hands down I've yeah. ever tasted in my life. But this, real close second, this shit is fucking delicious. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What else are we going to talk about? Oh, I don't know. We're about to go on that cruise. Right. So this is the last episode that's going to be recorded before we go on a family vacation. Family vacation. It's my first one since I've been, like, honestly, since I was in my 20s, like I said, since yeah. every time I've ever taken a vacation, you know, it was always around, you know, planned around me working either for work or, you know, mostly mm-hmm. performing. Right. You know, like go to New Orleans, go a day, go stay an extra day or something like that, you know, right. or go a day early. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. Because you're still you, busy the whole time. So, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with myself. You're going to be blown away. Now, we, it is I'm going to feel... finding the entertainment director and trying to get a fucking job as I wind up trying to do. It's not a bad idea, <laughs> man. Those guys, so I know uh, Carnival, those guys do like nine months at a time. Yeah. Right? So, you're on the ship for nine months. You come home. You're home for however long you want to be home. And then whenever you're ready to go back out, you call them say, hey, I'm ready. Yeah. And they send you back out for nine months. I've got a buddy. He's a... Uh, He's actually performing on a carnival ship right now. Really? Yeah, he's uh, he's a lasso guy. Oh, nice. He does a lot of western stuff, so a lot of you know gunslinging, yeah. knife throwing, and lasso's his big one. And he's fantastic at it. Old man has the whole western get up when he's on there. But that's what, what he's doing, man. He's yeah. just he's on the boat. He's port to port, just yeah. you know living his best life. Yeah, and it, it sounds fucking amazing. Like oh yeah, honestly, whenever you know the kids are all grown up and out of the house. I'm seriously thinking about putting in for something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you put in, you could be the entertainment director on the That'd ship. That'd be cool shit. I could play fucking guitar and shit, you know, <laughs> and just fucking live our best lives for nine Hell months yeah. at a time. You know, get off at a different port every time and spend a month and then yeah. get back on the ship whenever we're ready to go again. You know, I think that sounds fucking amazing. I really do. But once we do this, you're going to want to do it even more. Oh, I'm sure. these cruises, like, have you ever been on a ship before? No. So the only thing that might get you is the motion, right? You might might have some motion sickness. I'm going to give you some advice right now, and I want your high, your hunk brain to remember this, okay? Maybe. Don't look at the water while you're walking, okay? <laughs> it right. will fuck you up. I'm do, about it. Do not look at the water while you're walking. When you're still, if you're standing still, and especially if you're leaning against something, you can look down at the water. <laughs> but if you are walking... And you look at that water, yeah. You will instantly feel like you need to vomit. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It, it's my it's ass wild. About to try it, yeah. It's wild. Whenever you you'll be able to feel it. Whenever we leave port, you'll feel the motion. 
And you'll look down at the water looking for dolphins yeah. and shit like that. And if you start moving <laughs> while you're looking at that water, you're going to feel it immediately. Because it's you're so fucking high up. And those and I'm going to be so fucking high. Those ships, they fucking clip it through the water, man. They move. Yeah. Right? You don't realize how fucking fast you're going until you start outrunning all of these fucking cargo vessels that are out there. Because those ships have a time that they have to keep, right? You have a time that you've got to get from uh, Galveston to Costa Maya. You have to make it in this amount of time. Regardless of what's going on in the sea, you have to make it in this amount of time. And then you've got to make it, which Costa Maya to Galveston, it's across the fucking channel. Right, so we'll fall asleep in Costa Maya, wake up in fucking Galveston, yeah, or not Galveston, uh, Cozumel, yeah, right. Uh, but you know, from uh, Cozumel back to Galveston, you have a certain amount of time that you have to make it. Those ships fucking haul ass through the water. So what gets me, what makes me feel the motion sickness, because I don't, I don't feel it anymore. Like if I'm just standing on deck or something, but if I look out and I'm walking the opposite way that the ship is moving and I look at the horizon or I look at the water, I'm fucked. <laughs> I, I will literally almost fall down just because it fucks with your head that much. Well, I've already got about equilibrium from the wreck, you know? Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. You might want to invest in some Dramamine patches. Nice. How about it's, it? On the back of the ship, I don't know if we'll feel a whole lot. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we've got... Heather found this smoking fucking deal. We are on uh, balcony rooms on the back of the ship. We get to watch the wake and everything. And just, you know, you, you'll see clear skies. It'll be fucking amazing. Yeah, about it. And, uh, you know, so we got these really fucking cool rooms. So on the back of the ship, you won't feel a whole lot of motion. But we're going to be all over that motherfucker. Right. And, you know, whenever you're walking, like, across the top decks or something like that, and you do, you look out at the horizon and you're moving the opposite way of the ship, whoo. It, it's a weird feeling. It's yeah. fucking strange because you feel like you're fucking flying almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're moving so goddamn fast through the fucking water. You don't, and you don't even realize it. You can't feel it. No shit. The only thing you can feel is the rumble of the fucking engines. And that's all you can feel. Now, if the seas get really rough, yeah, you're going to feel that. But we're not going in fucking hurricane season, so I'm not worried about that. Nah. I think it'll be, hopefully, knock on wood, smooth sailing while oh, we're sure out there. Yeah. And uh, everything will be cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for you to be on that uh, and see all of that shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's wild dolphins is something that you don't see. You'll see those in Galveston. Like even in, in in fucking Texas, you're gonna see wild dolphins. Yeah, and it's, well, that I've seen. I've seen that out in Belize oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had never seen it before we got on that ship the first time. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then I looked down in the water, and there's fucking dolphins yeah. chasing, following the ship. That's awesome. And I was like, this is so fucking cool. I'm sure it'll be different from a boat than it was seeing it from a beach. You well, know, they they, they yeah. follow the ship. It'll be a whole fucking pot of dolphins will just follow that ship out, plumb past the fucking shelf. Passing all the rigs is really cool, too. Like, for me, I'm a fucking oil-filled nerd, right? I've been doing this shit for so goddamn long that when I see something like that, I'm like, oh, my God, that's this type of rig, and it's doing this, and I'm all all about that shit. So whenever we get to pass that shelf, because all the rigs are right there on the edge of the continental shelf. So when you pass the shelf and you see all these fucking rigs lined up, especially if you do it at night, which I think the way the timing is going to work out, we're going to pass them at night. Let me so, ask you this. Do you think if you were ever given the opportunity, would you go and work all in those offshore rigs like that? I think I would. I think I would have a hard time convincing Heather of it. 
because the money out there is surreal. Um, you can earn so much yeah. fucking money out there. Uh, my cousin worked out on an offshore rig for a little while. He made enough money where they bought their house and paid it off after two hitches of him working out there because there's no taxes. You're in international waters. There's no tax on anything you make. You bring it all in as fucking cash. The next hitch, after they paid off their house, he stopped in Homa, Louisiana and saw a uh, Shelby GT500 Mustang, baby blue. When you open the doors, it it put the Shelby logo on the ground and shit. He liked it enough for for his wife, which his wife is actually my cousin. He's married to the family. He liked it so much for her, he paid cash for it and drove it back home. Damn. Yeah. The dude made probably $600,000 in, I want to say, like four months. You know, after hearing all that, I don't think, I think if once she hears this podcast, she'll be like, fuck it, your ass out of I mean, the the problem is to go offshore. The opportunity to get that is so rare. Oh, I'm it's, sure. You know, with so your experience, hard. though, and where you are in this Even career. with my experience. It would be extremely difficult for me to get on out there. I would could because you have to know somebody. Oh, I'm sure you have to. Uh, you have to know the rig manager. You have to know the company man. You have to know someone that works for Transocean. You have. Maybe to, we'll get close enough. You just. I know. Right off the side, swim up to it, climb up. Hey guys. I know one guy that works for Transocean, and I've worked with him a fucking bunch, and he he knows me real well, and I think. Because he he used to consult for a company here in Oklahoma, and whenever that company got bought out, he went back to working on offshore rigs because he fucking loves it. Yeah, you know I mean, he would always say because he's he's from deep South Louisiana, so he would always say if when it got cold up here, it's way too cold for my sea level ass up here. You know, I'm ready to get back to the fucking bay. <laughs> and uh, but I know him. I've got his phone number. If I was ever interested in something like that, I could probably call him. Because he is a rig foreman for Transocean. So I could probably call him and say, hey, Mr. Luther, I'm ready to come offshore. What do you got? And he could probably help me out. You know what I mean? I mean, if the money's there. But the danger is also extremely Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, one of those, you know, I, I, I dislike a lot of Hollywood movies that deal with oil field because oh, they never yeah. get it right. If you watch Deepwater Horizon, yeah. a lot of that is obviously dramatized, like right. the explosions and shit like that. It doesn't happen like that. It's similar, but it's not like that. But the danger that they that they faced out there and the events that happened in that movie are accurate. Not a hundred percent, but they're accurate. Right. And knowing that that could happen at any time out there, you can't rest easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would be wrong. like me spending a month at a time out solid on a location. You know, I know there's things out there that can go wrong, but the deal is, if I'm on a location on land, I can jump in my truck and I can fucking leave. Yeah, right. If shit starts going sideways, I can get in the truck and I can fucking go. Mm-hmm. Where are you gonna go on one of those rigs? You gotta hope you can jump outside the fucking fire. That's your only option. You either hope you make it to a lifeboat or hope you can jump outside the fire. That's yeah. your only chances of survival on one of those rigs if something goes sideways. Sounds like fun to me. And shit, shit goes sideways way more than you'll ever fucking oh, see. Oh, no, yeah, I, I can never do it. There was a rig the other day. I say the other day. It's been several months ago, but it was in the North Sea uh, off of Norway. Okay. Um, this rig was a jack-up, which means that it's basically on stilts 
on the on the ocean floor right the waves were so strong the sea was so rough it capsized the fucking rig damn now in order for that to happen you've got to break the fucking stilts on the rig you've also got to break the fucking three thousand foot of drill pipe basically drill casing that runs from the rig floor to the bops on the on the, the ocean floor right there's a giant pipe with a swivel on it that goes from those bops it's a blowout preventer up to the rig floor and that's what your drill pipe goes through okay you have to break that to make the rig capsize and it broke it wow you know how strong that fucking water had to be yeah i can't imagine like ridiculous and it capsized the fucking rig i think like six people died damn you know what i mean because it boom like that it happened right i can't imagine something like that I've no. seen shit go sideways on location. I mean, like I said in in last week's episode, I've seen people die, but I've never seen a disaster like that that you couldn't see coming. Right? Right. Anything that happens on land, you can tell when it's about to happen. You know, hey, our pressure's coming up. We got to watch our iron; it might separate. Or hey, oh, yeah. uh, you know, we we've got gas monitors going off on location. We might be about to have a gas release. Uh, you 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 can tell when something's about to happen. On my side of things, on a drilling rig, it's a little bit different. But on my side of things, you can tell when something's about to happen, and yeah. you can you can prevent it, right? Out there, only you yeah. can prevent it. Yeah. No, there's lots of people that can prevent it. Lots of people with much more training than I've got. But yeah, I'm I'm done rambling about oil field things. I may I may start an oil field podcast. That might be fun. Yeah, yeah. We we can, you can just sit and you know be be drunk and high and listen to me talk about oil field shit for fucking an hour at a time. Every now and then I check. I'm like, hey, you guys still awake out there? <laughs> yeah, we turn into one of those uh, ASMR type podcasts like uh, Sleep with Me. You know, where it's just random ass. It's just, just me droning on about fucking and just but see, could you about just like. <laughs> Could you tell in my voice, though, how excited I get about this shit still? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely, And that's why I can't... I want to get out of it. I want to go do something else. But there's nothing else out there that I would love as much as what I'm doing right now. Right. Fucking sucks. Fucking A, Cotton. Fucking bullshit. Fucking A. I need to go start dealing drugs or something. Speaking of which, don't talk to strangers in Cozumel. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because they will be cartel members and they will try to give you drugs. If you try to take those drugs back through the Port Authority, you will get arrested. Oh. And then you will spend time in a Mexican prison. And no one wants to spend time in a Mexican prison. What are they, good drugs? They're pretty good drugs. Well. But they're not worth time in a Mexican prison. Yeah, Heather's not staying. No. No. You're right. No. Yeah. Don't talk to strangers don't take drugs from strangers okay uh, if you see a kid selling candy don't fucking buy candy from him that's a distraction to get you away from your group it happened to me all right don't try to buy the fucking candy because then you will be approached by three or four cartel members that say hey why don't you buy some of these drugs from us nope i'm with that group right there here i go <laughs> well you got to keep an eye on me then because <laughs> You know what? We had some fucking leashes for the kids that went on their wrists. I'm gonna get oh, one of that, those. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get one of those for you. Yeah. That way we can just fucking tug yeah, you just around. Leave, yeah, just, yeah, just one of my belt loops over to Heather, and then there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're just gonna tie y'all together at the hip. <laughs> get a, give me a shot collar. She's no, Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dadifer. 
Oh man. Well, this is this has been a uh, a fun episode. To Very do. I kinda, interesting. Yeah. I like this uh, this format, not having a fucking plan at all. You know, it would make it easier to have a plan though. If some of our listeners would start submitting their questions or stories or things like that. Instead of yelling at me because I said their name in the podcast, Ronald. (laughs) But no, you guys, stories, fucking questions, anything you have. I put our socials in the episode description. Every fucking episode. Reach out to us. Talk to us. We get lonely sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people Wait. at work tonight, they started asking about the podcast. Did they're they like, really? Hey, yeah. Hell know. yeah. Well, they're talking about podcasts, and I slow at work. Like, hey, I got a podcast. And they're like, oh, yeah. I was like, well, yeah, I remember, guys. This a, it's like you're going to learn a lot about old Chrissy Poo. You know? like, <laughs> you're going to learn some shit. <laughs> yeah. So have fun. You're going to learn a lot. Yeah. More about me than you need to know. Ah. Fuck yeah. it. We're open books, man. Oh, no, absolutely. That's the thing. I, so, I'm, I'm not hiding any of this shit no. anymore. I don't, I, I'm at the point now where I don't give a fuck. If you want to know it about me, fucking know it about me. Fuck you know yeah. I, mean? I will share anything you want to fucking learn. Anything. <laughs> I had some one of our fucking You'll new, share anything? Yeah, pretty you much. share your what? Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> that question's already been answered, goddammit. No, I had a whole podcast centered around that question. Exactly. I had a new hand come up to me the other day, and someone had told him that, that I was a swinger. And uh, he said, hey, man, can I ask you a question? Said, yeah, what do you got? Thinking he had a question about wireline or something like that. He goes, are, are, are you a swinger? Said, yeah. Oh, you just admit it like that? Yeah, I do. Why? Oh, I just heard it from somebody who wanted to know if it was true. Yeah, it's true. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, dude, go listen to my podcast. What else do you want to know? <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's great. I get to, you know, be with the woman I love and, you know, fuck strange women. It's fucking awesome. It's great. And it's I fantastic. get to be with the woman you love because I love her. Yeah. Yep. It's a fun life. Yeah, she was... I, for, for those who don't know, I've got a thing for, like, latex and vinyl. Oh, yeah. And she put on this latex vinyl, like, you know, pleather thing that she had bought a while back, a little romper thing. Yeah. I've been begging her to try on. Finally, I put on, and I... Ooh. Yeah. And I had gotten a shirt that I got for the cruise. It was all leopard print, but it was just a little too small. It was more of a, a, a female cut. Yeah. Uh, not, not for those big boys. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, hey, here, you wear it. You know, it's a little big on her. Yeah. Uh, but way too small on me. And boy, she put that on with that and some red uh, shoes. Mm-hmm. So boner, boner, boner. There you go, Sarah. There you go, Wendy. Leave me the fuck Boner, alone. boner, boner. So last boy, night. Boy, boy, boy. Last night. I say last night. Y'all will be hearing this. It'll be last week. Whenever we finish the episode, uh, we finished recording number Six, 17. 17. 17. Yeah. Um, we had both got text messages from Heather and Chris starts giggling and he goes, check your phone. You're going to have boobies. Well, I didn't have boobies, right? What I had was something else. Okay. And I'm going to start a contest right now. Okay. What she had sent me was a picture of her drooling toothpaste, right? Which drooling anything I have recently discovered is a huge, huge fucking turn on of mine. And I, I don't know why. I have zero idea why. But something about a woman drooling all over herself, it makes me instantly want to fucking come. And so, 
I'm issuing a challenge to all of our lady listeners out there. Send I mean, me- and the guy listeners. Yeah. Like, let's, yeah, we want to see you guys too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Send me your best pick. The girls will turn us on or turn you on. I'll yeah. giggle at all of it, and it'll be fun. We're going to throw down the gauntlet here, though, okay? I want you to send me your best picks, and Chris and I are going to pick the winner. You're going to help me, even though you're not into that shit. You're going to help Absolutely. me. Absolutely. We're going to pick out the winner, and the winner is going to get, uh, whenever our first set of merch drops, you are going to get a free hat, T-shirt, whatever we put oh, out first. We're, we're not going to tell you what they look like, but we're working on some hats right now. Yeah. So, and I'm pretty stoked. about it so send us your best fucking drooling all over yourself picture the winner will get free merch absolutely drop it also whoever has uh how do i want to put this everybody who submits that they have rated and reviewed us five stars will go into a drawing right okay we will draw a name out of a hat from those people Uh uh-huh and that person will also receive some free merch fuck yeah and we're seriously working on this we are going to have some rigid roosters merchandise here pretty soon um and you follow these those two contests you can get some free shit i like it you can you can rep the roosters wherever you go so let's make it happen flood my inbox with sexy pictures and uh yeah and now, really, that's just a shameless way for me to get, you know... I won't say no to some boobies, too, Heather, and anybody else who would like to. Send boobies to Chris as well. Yeah. He needs boobies, too. I like butts. I like big butts, You can send. You lie. can send these pictures to either one of us. Yeah, you can and send it to both of us or all three of us. Yeah, and they will all go into a, uh, to a, a pool. We will pick out the winner, and, hell, if you want... You can either re- remain anonymous and we will send your stuff directly to you or we can announce the winner as this person on the show and then you'll receive your stuff. So, Fuck yeah. Yeah, let's make this happen. First Rigid Roosters contest. Fucking boom. There it is. Hell yeah. Gauntlet has been thrown. Hell yeah. I am so fucking excited about this. Shit. All right, Mr. High Guy, before we shut down, you got anything else you want to leave him with? Um, I will let you guys know whether or not it's a good idea to drink the water in Mexico. Uh, Hint, it's not. It's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find out! <laughs> Coming up on this week's episode of... Fuck me, I'm stupid. <laughs> You're not it's stupid. My, no, it's my spinoff of Jackass. I just do normal, everyday, stupid shit. Hey, you know you are not stupid, all right? No, I'm you are fucking very, awesome. You are a very handsome young man, okay? And you're smart, and you can do anything you set your mind to. According to your wife, I'm now her chesty boyfriend. I don't know what that means. <laughs> she was trying to call me a, a, a cheesy goofball or something, yeah. but she was a cheesy put chesty, chesty and i was like oh you know i just told you this morning that my clothes have been fitting a little tight lately and i need to go back on up. the diet and she was like i said cheesy i was like look here lady you, that's not what you said that's All not right. i've got textual proof heather you should be ashamed of yourself she's lucky the picture that she sent me last night or last week for you guys it was a nice booby picture and a side profile with the booty yeah yeah, that made it all better. Yes. No. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah. No, all right. So I, I mean, you don't a, have to a be kiss or a hand touch that makes it all better. I never can stay mad at her more than like half a second. Yeah, it's true. I think she's a witch. I really do. I like she's it. She's got magical powers and shit. But we're gonna try to keep her safe in the Salem witch trials whenever they happen again, because I, I do like her magic. Her magic's nice. Yeah. 
makes me feel good in my special places all right guys that is our time for today um we're gonna go get on a boat and drink lots of drinks and be merry uh hopefully not throw a child overboard so we'll see we'll update you on that oh yeah there will be some tiktoks about being on a boat yeah i'm on a boat I don't even, yeah. y'all might just get a mass upload of those when we get back because i don't yeah. even think we're doing the internet package on the boat yeah we'll see I was, we'll see yeah so uh be looking for that uh be looking for uh, uploads on our socials of pictures and stuff of us, cheesy you know us in paradise and uh live vicariously through us if you want to so uh other than that love yourselves because we love you okay bye, bye. bye.